0: You're listening
1: to the Paradigm Shift Podcast. You're listening to Episode 10 of the Paradigm Shift Podcast. I'm um, excited about today's episode. I got one of my close friends and even business partner at times, uh, Jared Graybill, here with us today. Jared, how are you today, man?
0: Doing awesome, bro. How are
1: you? I'm doing good, man. Happy to be doing this episode. We were talking about, I know right beforehand that um that we're both businessmen. We're both in the business world, so I'm excited to do an episode on this. Um, so happy that you're here today, man. So
0: me too, man. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna jump right into the first question here, that way we can really get a lot of uh, a lot of content in today's episode. I know we got a lot. We want to try to keep it at the same time. We've been doing all these episodes, so um, Can you tell us a little bit about just your background in business and what you're doing now?
0: Yeah, um, well for the most part my whole adult life I've been in health club management, um, but I transitioned over time I currently have a a startup called e3 business solutions, which is a consulting agency um, for companies in the fitness industry Um, I'm also the CEO and operating manager of super fit foods as well as uh, a part owner of a meal prep software that just came out called Meal Prep Tech.
1: Yeah, that's cool, man. I uh, I, I enjoy all all of your businesses. I've, I feel like I've used each of them at different times. So uh, for anyone who doesn't know Jared, obviously you'll you'll be able to l- read a little bit more about him. He's written some posts on Daily PS as well. You can see pictures of him. If you need a personal trainer, call me because I'm his trainer. You'll, <laughs> you'll be able to tell when you see his pictures what I'm talking about. So um, I'm just kidding, but. Uh, Anyway, so, yeah, a little bit about you. I kind of want to focus mainly on,
0: on Superfit Food today because that's like your... Yeah, that's my primary role. That's, yeah, that's my full-time um, position Yeah, first r- Yeah,
1: and that's where you've got the, the staff and things like that. So I Absolutely. think that that's going to be a really good focus for today's uh, episode. So, um, and let's just bring it, get right into it. I know today we're going to be talking about bringing God to work. And I think mm-hmm. that's such a cool topic that a lot of people wonder about. Even I have at times in my life when I've been in different businesses and jobs. I'm like, how do you even bring God into this? So let's just jump right into that first question with that. How, like, how have you implemented any godly principles into your business?
0: Um, I, you know, I got to be honest, just up front, it's, it's not easy to always do it. Yeah. But I think one of the best ways to do it is, is not so much to try and to think, you know, how do I show my staff that I'm a Christian or something like that? I think more or less it's all about being organic with your faith um, and leading from the front, right? So your actions would glorify God, the way that you lead your people, the conversations that you have in and out of work, um, I think that's first and foremost the most important um, quality you could have as a leader or a business owner in order to implement like a, a, a godly structure or a god glorifying business um, is just to through your actions and your characteristics and your values uh, reflect those onto your staff so there 's really no question as to what your faith is yeah that,
1: that's good man because I, I think of um there's a Bible verse that's been like stuck in my head for for weeks now, but um, it's in all your ways acknowledge me, and it's God talking. And I just think that that's that's an important thing to remember that it's our lifestyle that ultimately is going to change people, not necessarily you walking in with a Bible every morning or or uh, you know praying over your staff when you walk in. Yeah. You know, what goes a lot further than that is just the way that you're living your life and the way that you're walking into that that room and people seeing that. Uh, so I like that you brought up that point. I think that's solid.
0: Yeah, and it's a, it's kind of funny that you you mentioned that bringing the Bible into work and. Um, I can tell you one of the ways not to uh, bring, you know, God to work or or to profess your Christian faith into work is uh, I used to have a boss a long time ago and um, he would literally bring his Bible into, we always had it in his hand. Uh, He was a big time leader. I looked up to him a lot, but he was a very rash leader. Um, He he was very profane at a lot of times. He was very, he he was just angry if he didn't do what he wanted, you know, and he would, he would flip in a moment and um this is the same guy that would bring a bible to work all the time so it it led a very um inaccurate view of what it looks like to be a christian business leader sounds confusing it was super confusing and at the time i wasn't a believer so it kind of i wouldn't say it pushed me away because i didn't think about it either way um but that's exactly the opposite of what i like to do i'd rather come into work with my laptop in my hand but people know by the way that i treat them um that i love jesus you know what i mean
1: yeah that's good man
0: yeah, so what else do you have? What other kind of principles
1: have you brought in there, into the workroom, I guess you could say?
0: Um, from the practical standpoint, you know, we, we literally try to glorify God with everything we do. And what I mean by that is because um, through all of our avenues of marketing, for example, social media, we do profess our faith. I mean, we don't get on the Superfit Instagram and say, Pray, you know, praise God for meal prep or anything like that. Okay. But oftentimes you can read it and you can kind of see based off of the verbiage um, that we're a Christian-led company. Yeah. And because of that, I think that um, the applicants and the people that I'm able to surround myself with, the staff, uh, I think I kind of draw those type of people in as well. So we have pretty much a Christian organization. So it's 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 not uncomfortable for me to reference scripture when I'm training them. It's not uncomfortable for me to to reference scripture whenever I'm, um, for lack of better words, disciplining them or or correcting them would be yeah. a better word. Um, and even on the board in our in our office, we have different scriptures for different situations. Um, a lot of Proverbs, but one of the scriptures, I think is from Luke, and I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but in short, Jesus basically says to love your enemy. Hmm. And uh, it paints a great picture of what customer service really looks like in the food industry. Not that we look our clients um, as enemies, but <laughs> right. we do, You know, we, we sell food for a living. So if we mess something up, man, people will get hangry, and they can respond, <laughs> right? right? Like oh, no, absolutely. Get, they can get angry, and they can say yeah. things to us that just aren't fair, like we, we didn't mean to make that mistake. So, we have the scripture on the board to remember to love your enemy because these people, you know, they're hungry, their blood sugar's low, we don't know what else happened that day to make them angry. So, we always remember because we're driven by exemplary customer service, and to have exemplary customer service. Um, means to glorify God with our words, so we always make sure not to respond um, negatively to our people, that's so we good. can continue to lift them up. Because we do fight a very real battle of obesity. Um, you know, we sell meal prep, and our purpose is obviously to positively change lives. So, so scripture is oftentimes a great reference for kind of how to conduct ourselves in the workplace during those harder times.
1: Yeah, that's good, man. Dude, hangry customers, man. That's 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 next level. It is. We have a very
0: interesting. Uh, Workplace at times, if if, uh, if we mess something up, and we're imperfect, so so I'm not going to say that we're we do mess up from time to time. And if you give the person the wrong meal, man, um, come lunchtime, you're you're going to hear about it. Yeah. So I'm about to go into
1: another question. You have anything else to share on that topic before I move before I move on?
0: Um, no, man. I think like I said, it's just about leading from the front with your actions and yeah. your characteristics, and just creating that integrity where over time your people truly believe. Um, that the life that you live in and out of work is is a God-driven and you know Jesus glorifying yeah. lifestyle.
1: This one's a little bit off topic, but it's going to go into our next question here. But uh, this is actually a common question that I get from from business owners that I know. They've asked me this question. They're, they're Alex. Should I start my meetings or end my meetings in prayer? Because I, I think a lot of people they go to church and they see oh you know what we start the service of prayer we end it in prayer like should my meetings be run that way? What is what is your feedback on that? I don't um, think there's a right or wrong answer by the way, but
0: there's not. I mean like um, I would. There's not a right or wrong answer, but I would lean more towards uh, starting it and finishing it with prayer. However, there's a way that you go about doing that type of thing in the workplace, um, especially with with the way that the world is these days and all the guidelines of you know because we're not um, technically like a we're not we're not a Christian organization. Um, so when people come on board, we do have to be uh, sensitive to their beliefs and. Although most of my people may be Christians, that doesn't mean that all of them are or all of them still are. You know, we don't make them praise God. You know, we we'd right. love for them all too. So oftentimes when I have big meetings, especially with our kitchen, I'll just ask. Guys, you know, because we'll typically feed them and stuff. Guys, is it okay if I pray over the food? Mm, that's um, good. If everybody says, yeah, which which nobody's ever objected, then I'll pray. I don't think that you should be demanding or... Um, controlling over that. You can't force your faith. I think if you've been a Christian for any period of time you know that you can't force your faith on people. Right. Um, so you want to always be sensitive to that um, because you never know how people feel or, or what they're gonna take offense of or what their religion might be. So I just typically would you know I I do lean more towards yeah definitely pray if you can but always just ask hey guys do you mind if I pray over the food or, or hey guys do you mind if I pray before we start this meeting um, nine times out of ten everybody will say yeah and it, it'll be it's actually really cool when that happens because, um, you know, maybe they didn't know that everyone else was Christian. So it kind of opens up for a conversation later on that you have yeah. to have. And, and I've had some great conversations with our staff because of that. And then, um, and then I believe that obviously kind of ushering in the spirit into that moment, not that he's not there anyways, um, just allows for a better vibe, better environment, and a better spirit-led conversation and meeting, especially those hard meetings that you have to have with your with your staff.
1: Right. Cool. And that's good. So that kind of, like I said, that kind of segues into this next... Uh, question that I have here, but uh, what what recommendation do you have for business owners or aspiring business owners uh, in the area of bringing God to work? What what kind of ideas can you bring to the table for them? It's just
0: some practical stuff for us. Um, Practically, you know, I believe... Being a successful business owner or just a successful person in general, it always starts with you. So, if you're looking at um, how do I implement this kind of structure into my workplace, you have to ask, have I already implemented that kind of lifestyle structure into myself? That's great. You know what I mean? So, if you we're, all, were centers by nature and we always will be, but if you've got some character flaws that you know are on the surface, if you've got some, you know, um, un told sin, you know, if you've got some unforgiveness, like you need to constantly deal with those things before you try to just project that onto your people. Mm -hmm. So it it always comes back to you. And then practically from that point, it's just being open and honest and, you know, letting your staff know where your mindset is, um, you know, that, that you do want to glorify God and just always giving them the credit when you have wins and always letting them know that, you know, God's got your back when you guys have failures and just kind of continuing to be faithful in that aspect as well, I think is huge. Um, Kind of always just bringing it back to Him. And no matter what you do, what you sell, or what you serve, um, you serve a purpose for God. And just kind of reminding yourself and your people that every day.
1: Yeah, that's good, man. Something else I was thinking about that I know that you've shared with me before is before you go to work, you put a lot of preparation into your day. And we don't need to get into that, but I'll mention this for everyone listening right now. Uh, Jared has an awesome post about... Uh, Six Steps for a Better Day, I believe is the title of it. Yeah. It's on Daily PS. You can read it. It's, it's incredible. But one thing I just want to highlight because we're talking about bringing God to work is is your time with God before work. And I know that you're very active with that. What does that
0: look like for you? Um, so like most business owners and entrepreneurs, I'm very strategic and scheduled. Everything's kind of, um, every day is kind of mapped out. So the first thing that I do before I go to work, before I get on social media, all that stuff is I get into the Word and I try to spend at least 30 minutes to an hour doing my Devo or my Bible study or wherever I'm at in the Word and the reason for that and it might just be me is because it sets a much better stage for the whole day because who knows especially as a business owner like who knows what life's going to throw at you right who knows who's going to quit or who's going to mess something up or what clients going to say what and I can tell you from experience that the days that I rush out the door maybe I sleep in or maybe I have an early meeting and I miss my Bible study, I'm not as good of a Christian uh, as yeah, yeah. I can be. And, and you know what I mean by that, right? Yeah. So I, I lack patience or I'll lack discernment or, you know, I'll slip off the tongue things that maybe shouldn't be said as a leader. And I'm just a little bit less perfect on the days that I don't have my Bible study. So I yeah. know like to stay grounded and rooted and to have a strong foundation going into work, getting into the word always just gives me that, um, Kind of assurance that that no matter what comes, like I've, I've got this foundation, and I'm reminded of it every morning.
1: That's great, man. That's good, and, and like I mentioned,
0: that's that's in a blog
1: post that you've written, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes for everyone to to check out and read a little bit more. So, Sweet. but that that's, that is so important, man, that you mentioned that that preparation, that time with God beforehand, is is absolutely key. That's something that I've implemented years ago, and it literally completely changed the way I even view work at times. So. Um, just for kind of sake of time here, we're going to go ahead and, and I ask you one last question here. I mean, any final thoughts or any stories you want to share with anybody before we, we just bring this thing to an end?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I think, and this might be like hyper-spiritual or a little bit sort of a motivational thing, but um, I believe that everybody obviously has a purpose and a calling on their life, uh, especially if you're following God, right? And a lot of times when we struggle to glorify God in the workplace or if we struggle to naturally or organically bring them into the workplace, that might mean that we are not in our right workplace, wow. right? So yeah. to be a successful businessman or to be a successful entrepreneur, you've really got to identify what you believe to be your purpose and what your, you know, real passion is, what makes you righteously angry enough to start a business, to fight this cause. So to truly glorify God with everything you do, I think the most important thing is to is to be in the right um be in the right platform or be on the right bus. Yeah. So if you've always, if you've tried and you've struggled to bring God to work, it may just mean that you, you might need to switch up your work because you're not really chasing your passion, right? We always say in the office, passion pays the bills, right? We wouldn't be able to do what we do if we weren't so passionate about changing lives with quality meals and exemplary customer service. And I know that I wouldn't be as good of a leader or as good of a Christian um, if I was doing something else, selling car insurance or something of that nature. So always start with, you know, am I fulfilling my purpose? And then the whole, you know, bringing God to work really just kind of becomes so much easier. Yeah. Um, and that's really the the last piece of advice, I guess I would say.
1: Yeah, that's great, man. I think that's so good. And Kind of something to add on to that. I was just thinking about in general, um, you know, if someone works at a, a, a Christian business, as, as people call it, um, and it's not really working for them or it's just not the right fit. There's nothing wrong with moving and, and people shouldn't feel that way and then go into a business that's completely secular and be like, oh, it's not a Christian business anymore. And the truth is, I don't even believe in the idea of Christian business and before anyone freaks out. You know, Jared, I know you didn't freak out there. But yeah. the truth is, I don't believe in that. I believe that, they're, that the people who are leading them are Christians, not the business itself. There's no businesses in, in heaven. You know, you're not going to yeah. get to heaven and be like, oh, look at this. Uh, Super Fit Foods is in heaven. because yeah. they did such a good job. No, it's going to be the people leading them. So I think a lot of times, wherever you fit into work and whatever it looks like for you, if you switch your job or not, you're the one who's going to lead the Christianity in the workplace. So I think that's a cool point that you shared there. And I think that that's really beneficial for us all. So um, anyway, man, I really appreciate you being here, Jared. Thanks for, for the time today. Thanks for having me, dude. This was fun. Yeah. For show notes and discussion, visit podcast.dailyps.com.
0: Thank you for listening to the Paradigm Shift Podcast.